When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is the gospel? The uh, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But like, what is it? That God became incarnate, died for us, and rose from the dead. But, but what does that mean? That means that we were far away from God, and now we're close. <sighs> That'll do for now. Welcome to The Crunch. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. And we have a lot to talk about today. Boy, do we have a topic. We we don't, but we have lots of little topics that are going to mesh together in this. In this big, beautiful... in this big pot pot. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a ratatouille. You know what I mean? You know how you make ratatouille? It is, it is a peasant dish. Exactly. It is a peasant dish. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You want to serve him that? <laughs> Sorry. Sounds like rat. That's and patootie. and patootie. I say that all the time because my roommate likes to drink wine. And actually, my whole team likes to drink wine, except me. And there's always an empty bottle. And I always grab it and I say, regrettably, we are all out of wine. In that <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my, one of my RAs on my staff did a, his name is Dom. And he did a program called Dom Spaghetti. What? <laughs> like mom's spaghetti? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. From from uh, from eight miles. Eminem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was like, he's like, here's how, here's how you start a restaurant. Here's just a restaurant. You just get a whole bunch of rats. <laughs> it's so funny. And sometimes he'll just say like, Patrick, if if a bunch of rats can run a restaurant, you can finish two theses in one semester. <laughs> you know, he makes a he makes a really good point. He makes a really good. Point. And they and they did a great job. I mean, they impressed. The harshest food critic um, in all of Europe. In all so, of Europe. Yeah, I mean, it's I would. He his office is in the shape of a coffin. Like that's that's really kind of a hard man to impress. And yet, who did it but the rats? Who did the it? symbol the symbol of death in Europe for the longest time. It's quite interesting. There's lots of symbolism in ratatouille. It's realize. true. It's true. The symbol the symbol of death in Europe for a long time was the rat, and now because of ratatouille, it's the food critic. Incredible death in Europe. Incredible. Thank Truly you. A, thank a thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying <laughs> for you. <laughs> um. Anyway, what, what party so did you got, go to this week? I, what party did I go to? Is it because my voice is kind of scr- scratchy that you think I went to a party last night? Yeah, I was. You 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 logged on and I was like, "Oh, Ethan needs a hot beverage." And then you were like, "One second, no. I'll be right back. I need a hot beverage." A beverage. Yeah. Well, I've just been kind of feeling under the weather this week, which is ah. really the yeah the the main thing. Is that the year again? It is. Well, you know, why do you want to know why I think it is? Why? I, well, I went to Manhattan, Kansas this past weekend. Mm. And I think I think I partied too hard there that I got sick. But listen to this, right? This was the best weekend I've had in in quite a long time. Mm. Um, and I just want to sh- I just want to share that joy with you. Um, That's good. Because I, so good. I love so partaking I, in my master's joy. Indeed. So I went on Friday with I brought a couple students, uh, my good friend Matthew and his girlfriend Eliza that came with me. Um, and 
we showed up, right? So I got to see my brother, uh, my good friends, you know, Kevin, Jess, Maggie, Josh, Kenzie, Tracy was there. Tracy came up from Alabama. She brought her teammate, Charles. They brought some students with them. There were, I think, six guys that came up from Texas A&M. Um, hey, including one of the missionaries that I was good friends with um, at training. And then two of the missionaries came in from KU um, and one of them brought a student with him too. So it was literally like just a Mecca of all of the worlds of my life. So it was like all of my K-State friends and then my, my focus friends. And then like my, my brother was there. And then a bunch of the teens that I work with over the summers, like we all came up for the weekend too. It's because we had this barn bash thing that was mm-hmm. legendary. Um, so it was, just a, a a mecca of people. And I was, I was probably the happiest I've been in such a long time. And it was just, it was such a beautiful thing because all day on Saturday, you know what we did? It was like the perfection. You remember we were talking about leisure a couple of weeks ago. I do. It was, it was the perfection of that concept. And I wish I would have had that um, to talk about because it was, we'll just, we're just going to talk about it more today because it's our podcast. We can do what we want, but <laughs> um. But what we did is we got up in the morning, got breakfast, went and prayed, went and played like games. Like we played soccer, like me and all the boys, we played soccer and like ultimate Frisbee run, ran around for like two or three hours, um, went to the store, bought a bunch of food for everybody, went back to somebody's house, made a bunch of food, sat down, watched football. And then we, we all went up and we went to the bars. And because Father Gale knows people, he got like the four four people that were a little bit shy of 21 um, into one of the bars. I'm not going to say which, because I don't want it to get shut down, but, (laughs) but like it was, it was super, super cool. We all got to hang out all like literally. And the same weekend there was this wedding. So a bunch of like the old guard of St. Isidore's, like the people who were seniors when I was a freshman, there was a wedding. So they were all in town too. So we had all of these people coming into this bar, talking to each other, having the best time, um, just enjoying each other's company, sharing stories, reuniting, meeting for the first time. And it was like, I was just standing there like, holy cow, like this is absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it's a weekend that I'm not going to forget probably for the rest of my life, just because um, there's just something unique about that. Like you don't get that very often. It's kind of one of those mountaintop experiences that you hear about, like a conference or a retreat or whatever. And obviously I had to come back to Tulsa and, and get back to work and, not be there anymore but it kind of gives you something to live out of in a way yeah. like I, I i really don't know how to how to talk about it because it's i don't want to create the exact same thing here because you shouldn't try to always be like chasing you know the the carrot you know like trying to get something that you're never going to have again um but there, there's an element of like, that was really beautiful and I want people to experience it. So like, how can I create something similar? But should I even try to do that? Does that make sense? Like, I don't really, yeah, I don't know how to, things, it's one of those things. Like, I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. You can't really recreate. I think, I think if you try to recreate it, you're going to cheapen it and you're just going to end up being disappointed. But it is one of those things like, like we were talking about the last time we talked about this. Yeah. The only way you can get to one of those moments is if it's given to you right and yeah that's true and if you're not looking for them and if you're not like ready for them and if you don't lead an interruptible life you'll miss it oh yeah that's so true i invited so many students and they're like oh no i can't make it why well i just don't want to i just don't want to miss out on anything here you know 
Yeah. yeah. It's like, man. But what if you know, what if that's what, what if, you're missing out on? Right. That's that's the thing. Um, I don't know. So it's just like a short little, like just a really cool experience that I had, especially like just concerning what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago of like that, that is the ideal, you know, people living in community, literally breaking bread together, praying together, um, you know, talking about challenges that they're having um, and then just relaxing and, mm. and enjoying each other's company and being with each other and sharing a drink and laughing and, and hugging and yeah, it's it's one of those things like I can talk about, but you can't really know um, unless you're in it. And I think everybody's been in it at some point, like with a group of people. And we always think back and like, man, that was so good. Yeah. Um, and when it happens, it just makes you so thankful. And like, it's it's one of those blessings. It's like, yeah, you can only receive it. You can't create it or manufacture it because it just is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It was, it's crazy because I, I, I had one of those experiences last year. After yeah. my buddy Ian got married, been a year, a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I know I'm never going to have that experience again because it was with a lot of people that I didn't know. Like, I didn't know many of the people at the wedding, but um, I was, like, staying in an Airbnb with a bunch of people that, a bunch of the guys that were in the wedding party, and the guy, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids, we all like got together right after the reception for like a big mass, not a big mass, but a tiny mass. Cause it was a Saturday night. And I was looking around the room. I was like, this is crazy. I know everyone here now because we've been here since Wednesday, but I'm pretty much never going to see a good 75% of the people in this room again, but they're all super cool. And that's like, rough. Yeah. Well, no, but it, it was kind of it was kind of nice though, because I was like, "This is no strings attached." See no, us. No, okay. <laughs> Peace out, folks. No um, new friends. No new friends. And then uh, there's another moment that I remember last semester, last fall, where I was with my scent team, and we had yeah. just finished like a ridiculously awesome retreat, and a bunch of middle schoolers were like, "We're going to be Christians now. We're going to be like super dedicated to Jesus." And I was like, "This is great." Um, and we just finished this great retreat and we were all just sitting on like the front lawn of this, uh, of the rectory we were staying at. And we were all just sitting there and we were just like looking up at the stars. And I was like, man, this is what heaven's going to be like. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I was looking up at the stars in that moment. I was like, man, there's never been, a, I've never felt this feeling when I was writing a paper, you know, mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. haven't <laughs> as much as like, as much as, as, as glorifying as, as work is, you know, as like as edifying as it is. Yeah, I've never I've never felt, man, this is what heaven's going to be like when I'm, you know, getting just like wrecking my to do list, just like blowing through it. Like, yeah, I'm doing so good today. I've never felt that. But like when I'm with my favorite people in the world and we're just sitting and hanging out, I'm like, man, this is a little sliver of what heaven's going to be like. Yeah, it it's so interesting because we think about oh yeah like this is there there's an element to wanting to find heaven on earth like that's why we go to mass um and wanting to enter into it that's also why we sin right (laughs) uh because we're looking for it but then there's this weird dichotomy like we just talked about it's like we don't want to we if we search for it too hard then it we won't find it like it's it's some like weird esoteric type of thing of like oh don't don't go looking for it because it'll find you sort of thing it's kind of like the little floaties you get in your eye when you try and look at it it goes away it goes away yeah why why is heaven why is the the, those slices of heaven like why is 
I just don't understand why God doesn't give them to us. I mean, I do understand. On demand. Like, I just hit a little not, button. Not on, <laughs> no, not on demand. Right now it's on demand. It, if we're living as Christians. Yeah. In like a community. Hmm. Maybe they, maybe they think about like, well, like the early Christians, right? Think about the early Christians who are like all living in community, dedicating themselves to teaching the apostles, the prayers, the breaking of the bread, um, and the community itself. Like, do you think that they had more of those experiences or fewer of them? Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like they had more. Yeah. Is that, is that bad? No. So then the question is like, why wouldn't we try to have more of them? Maybe if we dedicate ourselves to the teaching of the apostles, the breaking of the bread, the prayers in the community, we will have more just because we're dedicating our lives to those things instead of right. to the, the, um, to the memes, the memes. Yeah. And that's it's funny. That's, Cause I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm disregard there. There, I think the reason why we're able to single out those moments are because uh-huh. they're so rare in our lives. We didn't really have those a lot, but I mean, yeah. I can't, I can tell you a ton of moments from the summer with a door that I had that were like that just hanging out with my buddies mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. i can't i can't pick them out individually and tell you this one stands out specifically because I, because i was living in community devoting myself to right the rule of life all this stuff and those things just kind of came with it like when you're living in yeah. community those moments just naturally happen happen yeah and then we like stop living in community we're like where'd they go <laughs> yeah exactly you like, like you're in you're in even, i'm in my room watching netflix like why am i why, why do i not feel like i'm in heaven right now like what's going on <laughs> i just so blasted through daredevil season three why don't i feel good yeah because it was stressful that's why Whew. are you have okay you do you, do you, have no you i haven't it? oh gosh no. it's, it's so stressful then i'm not gonna watch it i have a very low tolerance for stress <laughs> you're just like oh man how how's good old matt murdoch gonna get himself out of this pickle and then you're like, I'm so invested in this show. Anyway. Do you want to talk about Daredevil? No, I don't want to talk about Daredevil. Too many okay. spoilers. Too many spoilers. Maybe maybe in a, in a couple of weeks when everybody's watched it. Um, apparently House of Cards Season 5 came out. I had no idea. I used to be on top of that show, and I just, I have no interest in watching it. And it's not even because of the whole Kevin Spacey thing. It's like, even before that happened, I was like, nah, I don't really want to yeah, watch really it ever, ever again. Um, so anyway... So what you're talking about is like living in community. The The thing is that this weekend I didn't even live in community that much. Like I was with, I spent two nights there um, and we slept like 12 guys in one room, like three to an air mattress, two to a twin bed, two to another twin mattress, one on the floor, one on a, on a cot in the hallway, like one on the couch. Like we were that's all just pretty communal living. It is. It is. It's beautiful. And it, I think that's what helps lend itself to those experiences. And then, I come back here and I'm like, Hey, do you want to hang out? I was like, ah, oh, man, I've only got like an hour, you know? Like, <laughs> I, And so it's for, for those of us that have experienced it. And I think a lot of us have experienced it in some manner of speaking. Cause like when you go on a Steubenville trip or when you go to seek or when you go to any sort of retreat, like you're living in community, you're getting a slice of that dedication to the community. And so those experiences are more likely to happen. Um, and then they always are like, well, don't chase the retreat high. Like don't, don't get high on the retreat. Uh, come down from the mountain because that's what Jesus did is he, is he came down and Peter was going to uh, set up tents, but he's a dummy and let's all laugh at him. Um, <laughs> but also at the same time, 
why why this is something that they talked about on catching foxes a couple of weeks ago like luke was like why why not like why can't we why can't we set up our tents and invite people into it like because that's what heaven is it's like this great community where we've all set up our tents with elijah and moses and jesus yeah and we're all we're all together and we're all camping and we're spinning around in a tycoon of love and <laughs> And that's what and that's what heaven is. But then all of a sudden we're down here on earth. We're like, no, don't don't do that. Avoid don't, that. Don't do that. Avoid don't that. Don't chase the tree Is that an American thing? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, we're very individualistic, right? We're yeah. very self-deterministic. Um for some reason it's like a shameful thing if your beliefs were given to you. If you rely on other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, uh, this, is, this is something that always boggled my mind. It's like, oh, you just believe what your parents told you was true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, I mean. Is that is that bad? Is that wrong? Is that bad? Is that, like, wh- why am I, but then, but then here's the thing, like, okay, so when someone makes fun of me for that, right, I now have been given a belief from them that mm-hmm. says getting beliefs given to you is wrong. Right. Um, Which is. Yeah, it's, it's funny. So, yeah. So, like, just just starting starting from that, we we live we live in tradition, right? Like humanity is just mired in it, and we we can't help it. We start tradition. Yeah. So yeah. So like, but but for some reason, postmodernism wants to shirk all tradition and be like, I am I am the determiner of my own tradition. I have my own stuff. I do this, and yeah. you guys can all shove it if you don't like it. So we kind of we're 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 all like. We're all like fish. We don't realize we're in water. You know, we don't realize what we're breathing. And we yeah. like sleep, eat, and breathe and poop in modernism. We just mm. <laughs> postmodernism. We're just we're just all up in it. And so it's very hard for us to live in community. And I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why I, I was I was talking to uh Father Anthony the other Shrapa? Week. Shrapa, yeah, I went to go visit him in uh, his Aww. new parish assignment. Yep. Did you, did you tell him hi for me? Did, did he ask about me? I did. Does he miss yeah. me? We talked. Yes, we, we talked about you. Oh, yay. And he he lives right across the street from like one of the most beautiful churches I've ever seen. <coughs> it's it's gorgeous. Um, It's so blue too. like the inside is like all blue stained glass windows like the blue stained glass just made. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. Beautiful. And then there's just an altar with a felt lining and a bunch of pumpkins in front of it. And he's like, what yeah. is this? Oh, gosh. Whoa, what? Whoa. <laughs> you just like had me getting all excited. There's just all this build up and then. there's a pumpkin pumpkins Pumpkins. and then and then pumpkins (laughs) um it was funny i was i was like man everything's beautiful like right down to the confessionals like they're just so well done he's like yeah i haven't used them yet i haven't taken them for a test run and i was like hey well padre i've got the matter if you've got the form you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) what did he say well i'd already gone to confession so i didn't i didn't ask but but did he laugh at the joke uh i think i'm gonna say yes all right cool we'll take it We'll take it. Um, but I was visiting him and I was talking to him about uh, about youth ministry and how the problem with trying to teach people how to have a relationship with Jesus, how to like form people into having a relationship with Jesus, is a lot of people, a lot of young people don't, including ourselves, don't know how to have a relationship, like period. Yeah. And so it's like introducing them to Jesus is like introducing them to a character on a television show, which is the extent to which a lot of them have their deepest relationships, which Yikes. is why everyone has like their Yikes. one true pairing on television shows and like, oh, I'd ship uh. that or like I'm in love with Jim Halpert or like whatever. It's like because it, they form because television shows 
they we we form um uh, parasocial relationships i've talked about this before with with television characters and so that's how we expect a lot of our relationships to go is that we watch our friends like their characters and when they start interacting with us we're like whoa 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 get a and that's, that's why that 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 goes back to leisure right because even a show about nothing seinfeld they were still doing something every day right yeah. um like they, they were going had, to restaurants every day. Going to a restaurant. Kramer had some type of scheme that he was trying to do. George was trying to get in or out of a relationship. <laughs> Jerry was trying to get in or out of a relationship. Elaine was working. Like even in a show about nothing, they were all still doing things, right? Yeah. Um, uh, there was no like driving force behind the show. It's kind of like the point. But think about like if you if you watched a TV show about people just hanging out, it'd be super boring. Yeah, exactly. But, that's, but the funny thing is that that's where the realist relationships take place. It's this whole idea. I've been reading Leisure, the Basis of Culture, a book that we talked about two weeks ago. Let me listen to this. This is the crazy story Ethan I can tell just, you about. Ethan just made fun of me for it two weeks ago and then he sees it at a used bookstore. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take this for a spin. Did I really make fun of you for it? Uh, probably. I don't know. Oh, well, I didn't I didn't mean to if I did. No, you usually good. make fun of me for books. I don't know I'm, if you did or not. Hey, that's a wound and I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm like sensing a wound in you because of the ways that I've made fun of you in the past. And so I just want to apologize for that. Guys, this podcast is all about reconciliation. Yeah, no, amen. I will not have ironic healing on my podcast. This is a true healing moment. You're this cheapening is a true it. healing moment. <laughs> um, so I was at the bookstore, used bookstore, the largest used bookstore in Oklahoma, uh, mind you. And, <laughs> um, and I was walking through and I was trying to find the, like the religion section is way in the back. And they have all of this like Christian literature and there's um, like a Catholicism section. So I was like, okay, sick. So I perused through the Catholicism section. It was mostly junk, like post Vatican II, like not to say that that was bad, but there's a lot of garbage that came out in that time period. And uh, it was just nothing really substantial, like no, no, nothing really written by the saints, nothing really about um, anything that anybody wants to learn about. And so, I was like, oh man, this is a bust. Like I was hoping to find some like cool gems. And then I walked around the corner and I just noticed that there's a book sitting on like the, the handrail, like to go out of the section. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, in a movie, just like, oh, that book's out of place. It's like sticking out and like it, 100% the light's hitting it, it just right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it was. I walk over to it. It's Leisure, the Basis of Culture by Joseph Pieper. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? Six dollars. There's so like I put the, the music, up. the music kind of like dulls and it like steadily swells. And all the lights, voice all go, the lights dim. Yeah. Legend. It's like Star Wars of Force Awakened. <laughs> when, when Ray finds the lights. Here. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. You're right. That's it. That's it. Um, voices in my head, visions. So I've been reading through it and it kind of, uh, this idea, I forget what you're talking about because I was telling this story, but the, I want to read this quote that I read you before the show. Um, so Joseph Pieper is kind of like putting up the, the objections to like what he's saying about leisure being important. Um, this is something that kind of the, the Marxist or the activists would say, um, please put that away. <laughs> Patrick just did a visual bit on, he was wearing like a Groucho Marx. <laughs> Oh, gosh, it's not funny. So here's the quote. It says, every action makes sense, even criminal acts. All passivity is senseless. So it's this idea of 
if you're ever passive, if you're ever wasting time, if you're ever not putting forth effort, there's no way that you can know things. There's no way that you can do things um, that are actually productive, which is why um, uh, Kant like talks about philosophy in like a negative way because it's um, or he talks about like the uh, true philosophy is like the philosophy which requires labor and work and extensive research and effort. Um, and there's not a lot of focus placed on contemplation kind of in this enlightenment thought. Mm-hmm. And so to go back to the original point we were talking about is like TV shows and all of these things um, is that nobody spends time doing nothing. And so, and we have to fill the void. Like even when I was at um, K state, it's like, Oh, let's put on the football game. Like not that it's a bad thing. Like we were watching like a team and we were rooting for it. Like we were engaged with it. It wasn't like a, a mindless sort of thing but there's this ingrained need for us to like be doing something with our time um, you know what you know what he, bugs me the most about this me. this is long this is along the lines of what you're saying but please, right, please, please, please go for it what bugs me the most about netflix and chill is not the fact that teens are fornicating it's the fact that they can't even do that without something on in the background yikes like a, a young like netflix and chill has this implication of like you need an excuse to be to, close to together. be intimate with a person yeah yeah you're exactly right yeah and so we have to i was talking to a guy i had lunch with today i was talking to him about this um he was like kind of we were like kind of making fun of tulsa a little bit because tulsa has all of these like hip uh restaurants and like murals and stuff like all for the gram and it's like why do they do all this stuff and i'm like well it's so that people can feel like that they're a part of something they feel like that they can go and go out and like go to this nice new restaurant and feel like they're a part of Tulsa so that they can go out and take a picture of this mural and feel like they're a part of Tulsa and like feel like they're a part of this thing. Um, where in reality, like they would have just as much fun, like all these people like getting dressed up and going out, it's like take a picture with a wall and like walk around and like eat in an overpriced restaurant. Like you'd probably have better conversation, better relationship. You just stayed home like <laughs> yeah. and talk to each other. Not again. I, oh gosh, I feel like I'm always backtracking. It's not bad to do those things, but are we are we focusing on the person? Are we allowing ourselves to like contemplate the other and just be, or do we always have to do? Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this and i don't yeah. i don't want i don't want to do anymore i don't i'm tired of doing especially <laughs> in my relationships with people it's true it's just so i don't i hate being on all the time because it's just draining so i just i just want to be and uh, yeah phoebe phoebe I, came uh, down with me to visit my family this weekend and i think like we, she left that for two days, and I was like, I was like, man, this sucks. Like we didn't even do anything. Like we yeah. meant to go to the beach, but we didn't. And like we did, we went out to eat a couple times, but like that's it. Yeah. Um, but in reality, it was it was nice because she got to see my parents, and like my grandma was here, and like we got to see each other, which is nice. You know, like that's that's something that's good. Even though we didn't do quote unquote do much, we still were with everyone for like a solid 48 hours. Right. And I'm still here. So I still got stuff to do. Um, yeah. Also, we yeah. got to go see Nick play football. That was fun. Nick's a beast. Huge shout out to Nick. Huge, huge shout out to Nick, the quarterback, 350 passing 
250 passes. Um, 350 passes. Uh, <laughs> four touchdowns last night. Player of the game for like the sixth week in a row. Wow. Classic. Class, senior class president. And I, I know that we talked about this two weeks ago, and it might feel like we're repeating it, but this is something that's been on my mind like every single day for the past three weeks, basically. Um, and I think it's, it's a, it's a number one, like DEFCON one. We need to, we need to deal with this. Like we need to fix this. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it might sound like we're just repeating ourselves and maybe we are, but I don't really care because. <sighs> here's why, here's why wasting time is important. Okay. This kind of, this goes along with the other thing that we wanted to, that we kind of wanted to talk about today. Yeah. But didn't know how please to. do, please do the whole forming relationships thing. Wasting time is necessary for evangelization. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, Jesus is like, "Hey, I'm back from the dead. How's it going?" The first thing he does is it a talk about theology, b reprimand Saint Peter for abandoning him, or c make some fish. He just oh 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 pick me pick me pick me Ethan c and b <laughs> c then b. <laughs> Well, first they cast their nets into the sea. Okay. Um, ah, the sea. Hey, well, yeah, he's like, he's like, what up? I'm back. Let's just chill. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there, there's so much like in the gospel, in, in the years of Jesus' life that we don't see in the gospel, right? Yeah. Just hanging out it's, with it's Mary. It's not like, you know. It's, it's the power of the walk, right? The power of, like, they didn't have cars. So when Jesus was teaching the apostles, and he's like, do you guys know? Like, do you guys remember that, like, that that corner on the temple? Actually, you know what? Let's go. And so he would get up, and they would walk for two days and go to Jerusalem and, like, see the temple, and then he would teach them what he wanted to teach them, right? Yeah. Like, that, and that's that's how he did everything. It's not – he did, He couldn't, like, pull up a picture of the temple on, on his computer and be like, this is what I'm talking about. And he <laughs> – and there's a reason Here's the Father Mike Schmidt's video on that corner of the temple. Exactly. Like he would stand up and be like, let's go and let's let's and along the way, he's not it's not like he's teaching the whole time. I'm sure he is, but like they're just together. Yeah. And they're and they're and they love each other and they're loving him and they're learning to love him. And this is where the real meat of their formation comes from. Because all these guys, sans one of them, becomes a bishop. And so they this is where they get their formation this is like their their seminary time this is like their spirituality year where they go and they don't have any distractions or any responsibilities they just get to be with god and and they they don't have to they don't have to preach they don't have to teach like even when they try to do stuff like jesus let's call down fire it's like jesus like can you just chill for a minute like <laughs> i am i'm only here for a little bit you know and you guys are asking about like oh what what can i get you know what, what will I get for being at your, you're sitting at your right hand and it's your left hand. And he's like, you're going to have to drink the cup that I drink. And we're like, well, like, can, but then at the end of it, it's like, can you just chill and just be with me? Mm-hmm. And like, that will all come. And so talking about evangelization, it's not, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Let me show you this quick snap. Boom, boom. Gospel present. Uh, now you're, now you're a member of the church and we've got you. Yeah. It's it's a slow burn. So slow. And if it's fast, it's because the Holy Spirit wants it to be fast. And if it's slower than you think slow should be, then it's because the Holy Spirit wants it to be slower. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to be, especially in like my job, 
obedient to that and not try to fit things into a schedule, even though it's so tempting to be like, oh man, I'm not doing a good enough job as a missionary because I don't have enough people in discipleship. Yeah. You know, I don't have enough people in Bible study. Like I'm not leading enough Bible studies. Um, we haven't seen any growth. Like, oh man, am I, am I even doing anything? Like Jesus, how much, how, how quickly did Jesus's church grow? I mean, in three years, after three years, how many people did he have left with him? One, John at the cross. <laughs> like that's not, that's not yeah. a good growth rate. <laughs> it kind of you fluctuated know? a little bit right around the, uh, right around going back to Corinth. No, not yeah. Corinth. Colot. Never mind. What's that city? Capernaum. Nailed it. <laughs> Yeah. So that yeah, it all it all ties together. And this is just important. I I don't I don't want to justify myself anymore. If you're listening to this podcast, you should care about this. If you think you already know how to do it, call me and we'll talk. Cuz I want to know what you do and yeah. how you do it. What do you have any other thoughts? You had another thought before we started the show. You want to talk about um evangelization or something was it evangelization or was it the john paul ii quote that i dropped maybe it was well, that's like a completely different topic that is a completely different topic but you were wanting to talk about how uh nothing that we do matters oh yeah 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 yeah. um just real quick just to wrap it up just on a good note on a pause just on a good note i mean we're not even at we're not even at 40 minutes yet oh really yeah no. oh well then let's let's unpack it then let's, see this is what i was talking about is like a mishmash of topics today yeah, just like I mean, lot. it's it is back on the evangelization train. Oh no, this is this perfectly ties in. All right, so oh great, love it. We, let's let's stop doing things once and okay. for all because here's here's what I've noticed. All right, here's what I here's what I'm afraid of happening. Cease all activity Cease. from now until the end of time. <laughs> if you stop doing everything, you won't sin. Therefore, you won't go to hell. So if we just stop doing things. Yeah, because because sloth isn't a sin. Because <laughs> sins of omission don't exist. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I'm worried about same. Um, what? I just said same, but I was just saying oh. general. <laughs> I'm thing. worried about like uh production based ministry, like what you talked about with oh. I'm not getting enough people in my Bible study. I'm not getting enough um people in my youth ministry or people in my in my discipleship groups or whatever focused i don't have enough parishioners i don't have enough parishioners i don't have enough followers on twitter it's uh apropos apropos we we do a lot of um we do a lot of podcasts right yeah yeah. and sometimes you and i'll have a conversation about like hey how can we what else can we do should we start a youtube channel like should we do this should we do that yeah it's like okay so we have this thing Mm-hmm. Now we got to grow it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like maybe, maybe we do. Yeah. But I think we definitely need to make sure that we as in Ethan and Patrick as mm. individuals and as members of the body of Christ are growing. And I worry that at least in popular Catholicism there's like this idea that that I I don't want to get trapped in that like the podcast is my ministry because I'm realizing ever so slowly if not very dramatically that it is not oh yeah this is this is nothing this isn't really a ministry like i don't i don't really think i don't really think it is a ministry i think it's like a i mean it is in the it's an apostolate yeah because it's like well the faithful ministry actually i don't think any i mean it's both but it's a ministry insofar as 
it reaches people outside the faith. Mm. Oh, I, know it's not, I don't think it's a person. mission. I think that's what right. I was. Not, I think that was what I was mission. trying to say. I don't know what it is, but it's like I mean, people listen to this and it helps them. That's true. So it is. So it's it is like it's not like we're not like we're just shouting into the void and nobody cares. Like you and I have both gotten messages. They're like, "Thank you for talking about this. It really helped me with this." Yes, um, I think that's true. Which is which is great. I think that's the ministry. It is. I think that Nothing. part of it is the ministry, and we shouldn't really care about anything else. Yeah, because like, when I get messages from people that mm-hmm. tell me about like, oh, someone I know or like my sister lives in your hometown. I'm like, that's crazy. Let's talk about that more because like I like talking to people. and I think that's like. Like this retreat that we're going on in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Kansas City Youth Conference. There's going to be there's going to be people there. I'm so excited. Like that's that's where that's what that's what, that's what the good that this podcast has done is it's like given us the ability to go and do mission things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm worried that what happens is when we treat things like this as a ministry and this is like our if imagine if this was our only ministry i think it's really good that like i think you made a really good point when you were thinking of going off in engineering to like not do the crunch anymore i think that was at first i was like no that's dumb stay don't leave (laughs) yeah um but it makes sense because like when you're not doing ministry constantly it like you kind of lose that evangelistic edge yeah um although i guess everyone's supposed to do ministry constantly because we're mm-hmm. all evangelist. I don't know. I, I, it was a really concise thought when I was talking to you, but I'm worried that if we, if we, we just produce just for the sake of production, I think everyone yeah. does this. If we mm-hmm. evangelize just for the sake of itself, like well, we're just constantly, well, I, think, I don't think that's a good example because we should evangelize for the sake of itself. That's the only thing worth doing for the sake of itself is evangelization. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not using the right words. If we just maybe. bring people into discipleship just for the sake of discipleship, uh-huh. if we like just bring people into the youth ministry for the sake of the youth ministry, because yeah. we want the youth ministry to survive, then we're mm-hmm. missing the whole point. And right. it's just going to be like, we, we know that there's, um, there's, uh, I, I can't really think of a good example right now, but there's, there's, uh, there's groups out there that kind of just produce, catholic content Content. just to do it you know you know like those twitter accounts who all they post are saint of the day pictures Mm -hmm. and it's like all right cool like that's awesome it's piece of saint martin de porras he's really cool yeah or they'll like make they'll like turn a meme catholic and like that's it there's nothing else (laughs) like behind it and so like imagine if you just took that and you're because like that's a thing right like a like the podcast is good, right? The podcast does things. Um, mm-hmm. Catholic memes do things, right? I guess. But what, what, what does it? What do, do they do? do? Okay, Catholic memes are a good example. <laughs> um, Saint of the Day memes do something, I guess. Yeah. But, and a youth ministry does something, right? That's mm-hmm. good. But mm-hmm. if you're just like, this is the only source of my view of the life of the church. If that starts failing, then you just start. Uh-huh. You start just trying to puff it up for no reason. And then you just mm-hmm. start making crap. Are we making crap? I don't think we are. I think I think we I think we will if we keep having this conversation because we were just going to start talking about the crunch all the time on the podcast. Well, it's not um, about yeah, it's not about the crunch. It's not about what we do. It's not about you, and it's not about me. This this thing solely exists so that we can share the things that we're thinking about as it pertains to what we're doing outside of the podcast. Yeah. Do you think you're and making it, crap? Yeah. And what like I. 
I, I mean, I just feel like this episode was bad because it just like repeats everything that we talked about last week, just in a different way. And so it's like, to me, that's, that's just bad. But also, um, it's a conversation that I wanted to have with you. And it's a conversation that I wanted to talk things out. So it's like, it's not bad because it helped me. And if it helped me, then it'll help something, somebody else. That's and true. I just worry, I just worry that like, I, maybe I just, I'm worried that people don't have long enough attention spans, which is like just a disrespect to the audience, I guess of like, <laughs> man, I've, I've been thinking about this thing for three weeks. There's no way that anybody else could possibly think about this for that long and want to talk about it more, you know, like the, the pressure of having a new and unique topic every single week, instead of just being ourselves and talking about the things we want to talk about, like that's the pressure. And so I feel like sometimes I fall into the trap of talking about the same things, but I'm, I'm always the reason I want to talk about them is because I have new ideas about them. Yeah, that's fair. I think, and so I just need to get over myself mostly. You know, what I'm realizing now. I'm realizing this is a very good thing. I'm realizing that the pre- I do feel a pressure to come up with a new and interesting topic every week, and you mm-hmm. and like never before heard or talked about. But I think what you're saying is, I think is very true. Um, we need to even we need to just steer into the skid and plan even less than we already do. <laughs> yeah talk about literally whatever comes to our mind this isn't even a catholic podcast anymore you know this is going to become a daredevil podcast that's right Uh, we're going to talk about season three we're going somewhere so good and then you just all of the energy that you just created in that that (laughs) just went away it just all dissipated i was like oh yeah i'm super into this let's go you know this podcast podcast. it's gonna be a tv podcast that's right patrick's gonna Uh, talk about whatever tv show was on last night that he watched and he's going to talk about how it secretly and insidiously strips away our identity of his individuals and instead puts us all into one big nondescript blob of humanity. Mm-hmm. In the quest for individual identity, we have lost it. Patrick Nevy. Okay. Well, I forgot what we were talking about. Me so. too. Oh, man. So if we if we uh, if we just get to talk about whatever we want to talk about now, does that mean that I can do an episode on gender complementarity every week, every month? Probably. <laughs> does that mean I can do an evangelization episode every month? We already do an evangelization episode every week. No, dude, I I've been I've been so on fire because my theology thesis has like because that rash came back. What? Because that rash came back. <laughs> I have gotten so much gold bond in the past <laughs> in the past three weeks. Um, I have no, been so on fire lately. Do you have any preparation? <laughs> because I I walked in through a patch of I walked through a patch of poison sumac, and I've never recovered. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no. Fire. So so my my thesis uh, from for my for my theology major is um, finally coming together, and I feel like everything that I've been thinking about. For the past like four years, I've had all these like thoughts and I've been able to string them together in an actual flow. And I've like never worked on something so big, so steadily and surely. And I just feel really good about it. And then my I'm doing two. Obviously, we talked about this and I was talking to my communications advisor for my communications thesis. And he was it's a study of how sitcoms portray masculinity and femininity. And I did this whole like character analysis, numeric analysis thing that I came up with. And he was like, wow, this is really good. You should get this published. And I was like, ooh, nice. That sounds fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm having I'm having a great I'm having a great time. And uh, so, yeah, we should definitely you can uh, 
I'm going to make you read it, and then we can talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> that actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, we can, we can do it. We can do it. We can that's, that's, it. That's, but that's the beauty of this, this whole thing, this whole enterprise, is that when you create something that you think is good, we can talk about it. When something happens that you think is good, we can talk about it. I think that's the it's, beauty of, of real life. The, Maybe we should just make this podcast our well, that's. It's yes, all exactly. Like that's it ties it all together. It's like we just I just like I like coming to this podcast, not because X number of people listen to it or I get X number of DMs every week telling me how good it is. It's because I get to be with you. Aw. In our don't make it weird. Not like, weird. I get I get to like be with you and then our friendship gets to grow and we get to share things about each other and I get to challenge you with ideas and you get to challenge me with ideas and we both walk away better. And so if nothing else, our podcast should be an example to people of how to live. Cause like, these are the conversations that we, you and I would have if we hung out in real life. Yeah. And it's, it's nothing about like, we maybe might dance around things a little bit more to like try and figure out like, okay, what, what does this, what about this? Like, we don't want to run out of steam halfway through. And we might say a couple of more naughty words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to pull back on that one. But that's if, if nothing else, like that's what this should be is be like, Oh, you guys have a friendship where you can talk about yeah. anything and you can just be together and you don't have to do it. Cause like, we're not doing anything. I'm sitting here, I drink a cup of coffee and I'm just talking. That's true. We don't really have an agenda. I mean, we don't I, have an agenda. I mean, we, we, when we hung out together in Steubenville and at SLS and probably when we see each other again in these next couple of months, we're going to see each other twice. Yay. Super excited. Uh, th- that was exactly how it was then. It was just the same. Yeah. Hanging out, cracking jokes, making each other laugh, sharing life. It was great because we didn't have to warm up for either of the episodes we recorded that right. weekend. Because usually we have we to talk for like going. an hour before the episode starts. <laughs> That's just because I'm, I'm. You have to pull me out of my, out of myself. <laughs> Be like, come here, Ethan. Come. It's like, like um, getting a fox out of a den. Like here, yeah. Here, snipey, snipe. In order to begin the podcast, I have to be resting in Patrick's bosom. <laughs> and once that happens, we're good to go. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's the dream that's the desire i i i i i i need to go to the bathroom and this ends that's another episode of the crunch the cr- uh oh also if you're uh we're gonna be at seek 2019 yep it's official <laughs> we're now contractually obligated to go to seek 2019 yay <laughs> my mom found out through the crunch patrons facebook page um, not from me. And she texts me. She's like, oh, so you're going to seek now? And I was like, oh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got an email from Focus asking us to record live um, alongside. Yes. Minds with Aquinas, Catching Foxes, the Catholic Feminist. Um, Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Catholic Stuff You Should Know, the that Catholic couple. Um, I think that's everybody. Yeah, we snuck in there, folks. Somehow, somehow we got in the mix. Somehow we got in by popular vote. We got a write-in vote, and we got in there, man. So, a landslide write-in vote. (laughs) So, if you're if you're coming to seek, uh, keep an eye out for us, and we'll make sure everybody knows what time we're going to be on, what 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 day, what we're doing. Yeah, we'll have like we'll probably probably figure out what we're doing. We since since we're affiliated we're affiliated with Seek in some I don't I th- I, th- I think I don't know exactly what legal term we're supposed to use because we're not affiliated with Focus Ethan is I'm not I'm affiliated with Focus um, I am Focus we're like a a C I forget what the word is what's the word 
ambassador? Seek ambassador. No, it's not. Anyway, no, I think uh, because because we're doing something, we can probably orchestrate or organize like an actual meetup that we could put on the schedule. And oh, like they'll send out a. They, I'm going to see if this can happen. See if they can like send out like a, a notification blast. You can like sign up for the crunch. Um, it's probably like a, like a session you can do during lunch. You know how they do that sometimes? Yeah. Organizations that sponsor. I wonder if we can do that. I don't know. I'll ask her. And then we, we should do have, it like, at the same crunch time. Meetup. As the catching foxes one and see who has more people come. <laughs> the smarter thing would to do would be to have a trifecta meetup, like a catching foxes Catholic couple crunch meetup. That's true. I was hoping you were gonna say catching foxes crunch pies with Aquinas, because that would bring in way more people, but we can we, I like hanging out with Daniel and Anna more than Matt Fred, so I don't know if I don't know if a if a, a catching fo- if a if a pints of Aquinas crunch meetup would end up being a crunch meetup. It would just end no, up being just a be, pints of Aquinas be, meetup. Yeah, nobody, and nobody. We don't. We are we are minuscule. Pints of Aquinas has more followers on Twitter than I will ever have. It's like a giant Australian it's man. It's just walking into the building. Hey, out. What? How's it going? I don't know. Melbourne. Anyway. Angelic doctor. Angelic doctor. <laughs> I almost said, "What's the crack?" But that's that's Ireland. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Apropos like Catholic Pat. Neither of us really tweet much, but sometimes we do stuff. Um, but when uh, I do, it's a doozy. On Instagram, Ethan, Stevie, Patrick, Nevi, I, I. We don't have the apps. We don't post. But if you want to follow us, you can look there. Um, Facebook.com slash I deleted my Facebook. Yeah, this is not a this is not a good yeah. um, young we don't really have a podcast good, yeah, anymore. No, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Crunch. We're pretty trying to work on being pretty active in our Facebook page. Uh, it's been pretty fun. Uh, yeah, that's the only. That, and, so I. I I started a new Facebook page just to run the Crunch Patreon, so I am on that because I just I wanted yeah. to keep talking about our patrons. So yeah. if you want to if you want to talk to me on Facebook, if you want to talk to Ethan on Facebook, just you got to be you got to be Patreon supporter. If you, you gotta, here's the, <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you add me on Facebook. I'm not going to add you back unless I know you. So I have like 84 friend requests. I'm not trying to stunt. Like this is just true that have like <laughs> racked up racked up in my friend request box for so long, and I was like, I don't know who you are, so I'm not going to I'm not going to add you. But if you want to if you want to chat with me on Facebook. Just uh, support us for how much is it? Two two dollars? Uh, I think it's three dollars a month. But yeah, that, 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 that Facebook friend request thing doesn't happen to me, so I'm fine. Oh yeah, well good good deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, sign up for Seek if you haven't signed up. Cost just went up fifty dollars, so Sorry. you missed that. You missed that deadline. But I wish we had a discount code. That'd be so cool. Like, we could, yeah, crunch for twenty five dollars off. That'd be crazy. We were supposed to have a discount code for uh, Encounter Houston, but we, I never got that picked up. So, dang it, we need to. Work Tbh, I probably would have been the only person to use that discount code, and I found another one anyway, so it's fine. Cool. Yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Let us know what you think. I want to get some feedback on this, just like all everything that we talked about today, because it encapsulates all all of my life right now. Is is all that stuff? So if you. If you're listening right now and you have thoughts, if you thought it was sick, terrible, let me know. If you thought it was great, let me know. Um, but otherwise, be, get ready for a new crunch because it's coming. It's coming. It's coming soon. Patrick, do you have any other thoughts? Nope. Just did another sight gag for no one but you, Ethan. I wasn't even looking. Dang it. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you and we will see you next week.
Oh, whoops. I wasn't recording. I'm going to kill you. April Fools. <sighs>